Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. You think you've got style? Well, maybe you do. But whether you have it or not, we think you'll enjoy Style Revolution. Starting right now on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, your host. Thank you. Welcome to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. And today our topic is accessorizing that everyday look. I know I've been talking a lot about the everyday look that we discovered in the first uh, little segment. It was the how we discovered our look from our favorite look. So we basically took our favorite outfit that we love to wear and described it in three to five words. And we basically now have built this look that can go from um, a casual event to a formal event, to a date night, to just uh, hanging out with friends at the mall. So now I want to help you accessorize that look. And the reason I'm so adamant about accessorizing is because really we can put on the same outfit. And if all of a sudden when you put on accessories, it really stands out. It really creates your personality. You can do different things. And basically it's little things. Instead of um, trying to go out and buy a new dress, you can just buy a little ring. And all of a sudden your outfit lights up and it glows. So you really want to create outfits that stand out and really create you and make you in one word in an outfit. Okay. So now we've been talking about shoes. And that's really important because obviously it's the only accessory that's actually necessary. And last week we talked a lot about flat shoes, any shoes without heels. So we talked about flip-flops and flats and sandals. And now we're going to move on to those high heels shoes. And to be honest, they're a lot more complicated, which is which is interesting. But I absolutely adore wearing high heels, um, even though I'm really tall. It's really fun. And they dress up an outfit. And also, um, they come in different colors, different styles, different shapes. So today, I'm going to give you like a little run over of all the terms. Because when you think about it, there are a lot of terms that go with shoes. And I want you to know those. That way, when you go into a store and you're ready to buy this shoe, and you know it in your head, you want to be able to describe it to the sales consultant. That way you can get it as soon as possible and you can wear it that night. Or you want to be able to go online and Google it. That way you're, you're able to find the shoe that you love. So now I'm going to basically give you some terms. So I'm going to I'm going to separate that foot, your foot, into three parts. The, um, the toe or the shoe front, the body of the shoe, and then the heel. And this will really help us um, describe those terms. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, the first term, and we're going to start with the front of the foot, your toes. The first term is a peep toe. Now, I'm not sure if you know what a peep toe is, but it's basically when um, when your shoe, like pretend like you've just got a shoe on and you cut out a little bit of fabric right around your toes, basically exposing your your um, front two or three toes. That's what it's called a peep toe. It, it Basically, your toes peep out of the shoe. And then another another toe front would be a round toe where, you're, where the foot is um, rounded, where the shoe is rounded around your toes. Basically, like... Like if you look at your toes, they naturally curve. The round toe is the most natural um, type of shoe front. Another one is the pointed toe. That way, like you're, um, like think of a triangle. That's the way your kind of that shoe would kind of look. It just kind of points out. And those, to be honest, they're pretty difficult to wear because they're they're super uncomfortable. But if you're lucky enough to find a comfortable pointed toe shoe, um, I would definitely think about getting them. Uh, another part, the body of the shoe is going to be um, the pump, the boots, the booty, the high heel, and the platform. Now I'll go over these again. Um, the pump is a basic shoe. It's like the ultimate high heel shoe. It's the basic. It's basically completely covers the body of your shoe, the body of your foot, I, excuse me, the body of your foot. It completely covers it. They're usually super comfortable. Boots um, usually come up to your calf. 
You want to think boots come all the way to your calf. They usually completely cover the body of your shoe. So that way none of your foot is exposed. And the booty usually comes up to your ankle. It's like a it's like a boot with the whole um, upper part cut off. So it only comes up to your ankle. But it completely covers the body of your shoe. And the high heel sandal basically is like a sandal only with a heel. So think about those sandals you love that we talked about last week. They basically just have a heel on it. And then the platform is a type of heel basically that goes under the body of your foot. It basically raises your foot entirely. Okay. And then the heel of the shoe. Now it's a totally different section. So go to the last part of your foot. And um, then there's this shoe called the slingback. The slingback is a type of shoe that completely exposes your um, your back heel. So basically, like, I know this is kind of funny, but think of like a halter tank top. You know, you put on a halter, it exposes the back, your, the back of your, um, the back of your body, basically. Um, a slingback does the same thing to your foot. It exposes your whole heel. Okay. And then a kitten heel is a type of heel and it's really tiny. Like they, they call it a kitten just because kittens are small, I think. And um, it's really tiny. It's usually under about one inch. Sometimes it's one and a half, but most of the time it's under one inch. And usually kitten heels are hard to find. And then you go to a stiletto. A stiletto is a huge heel, usually really thin, and they come anywhere from like three to five to six inches. So those are really hard to wear, and they're named after the little dagger, the stiletto. So it's kind of interesting. But anyway, so now you know all these terms. I went over them really quickly. Hopefully you understood them pretty well. But now that you know them, now we're able to combine all those terms. So let's think about, for example, you're able to combine usually two from each category. So for example, you're looking for like a little comfortable shoe to wear with that everyday look. I would go with a round toe pump. That's really simple. The toes rounded. It's really comfortable. It doesn't expose any of your foot, and it usually goes with any outfit. Um, if you're looking maybe for like more of an evening look, I would go for a peep toe booty. It's really fun to wear loosely. I have a pair, and um, it usually looks really good with skinny jeans, maybe a black blazer. So now that you understand what parts of these shoes are, it's really easy for you to kind of create different looks with your shoes, okay? And also, you can go out with different colors. A lot of spring shoes I see that you can use these new terms we just learned are jewel tone high heel sandals okay so think about those sandals then you got the heel and then think about in, in these beautiful jewel tones when I say jewel tones I mean like like emeralds like ruby red um, like blue like sapphires and they look really amazing uh, you see a lot of Marc Jacobs doing it um, Jimmy Choo doing amazing shoes that are really cute and that are really easy to wear another one remember we talked about those booties that are like boots only with the whole calf cut off they're just come up to the ankle they call them cage booties which I think is really funny but um if you think like about a cage like a little cage maybe something that you put your bird in or something uh, think about that in a shoe form now I know this is hard to describe but they've got little straps all around the shoe and then they, they have a zip up in the back that way it looks like a booty but it kind of exposes your foot just a tiny bit with those straps remember you're listening to Voice America Kids Style Revolution I'm your host Alicia Hargrave and today our topic is accessorizing that everyday look and I explain to you why it's so important to accessorize because it really can update an outfit it can change an outfit and in, in really little to nothing so if you basically have like a little black dress you can put it on with some really great bright shoes and we're just talking about uh, the new spring trends I see we talked about those heels and we talked about those caged booties which I thought were so funny but they're, they look really cute actually they come like right now I see them in a lot of neutrals like a brown like a tan and they look really great even like a golden color would be great in those but they're pretty hard to find so if you're lucky enough to find them and they fit then I would definitely go for them another trend I see is the chunky platform now these are shoes that are really thick like the heel is really thick so they're they're pretty wide like half an inch wide which makes it easier to walk in so if you're just starting 
to wear heels and you really want to look trendy, I would definitely go for a chunky platform, maybe like in a nude color, like a um, like a camel color or brown, because they're so easy to wear. You can walk in them. You can even put a little pedicure on and um, it'll look really cute, really trendy and super fun. OK, so now I'm going to go through all the shoes again that we just learned about. And I want to give you my personal recommendations for each shoe. I'm going to give you like my favorite brands, where you would find them, how to accessorize them with your looks that we know like um, from a person, like how these shoes actually look. Because I know this is just terminology, but now I'm going to get into how to actually style it. OK, so let's start with that peep toe. Now, peep toes, to me, to be honest, are actually super hard to wear. They're, they're extremely uncomfortable, especially if the heel's really high. So I would definitely do this in not your everyday look. I would do it maybe like you're going to church or maybe you're going for like a summer brunch or something like that that's, that's really going to be only like maybe two hours, three hours at max, and you're going to be able to expose that little pedicure you have with your peep toe, put on a little skirt, maybe a little spring top with um, maybe a white top, and then like a pink skirt that would look super cute, super trendy, super casual but also you'll be comfortable because peep toes I I've never worn a peep toe longer than three hours because they're really not all that comfortable so you want to make sure it's an event where you're able to leave maybe you're able to sneak them off for a second and change it to flats you know if, if that's necessary go ahead and do it because I don't want to um, I don't you don't want to look uncomfortable obviously when you're uncomfortable on your feet you'll look that way so definitely make sure you find a peep toe that's comfortable that'll also be you can wear it at least two hours okay then with that round toe shoe I was talking about, those are the most comfortable shoes in the world. They really are. And they're easy to find. My favorite designer for those is Jessica Simpson. She designs great round toe shoes. Um, sometimes they're like in two inches. Sometimes there's in three. I actually have a three and a half inch heel by her that's round toe. They're gold. They're super cute. I've worn them to like parties. I've worn them to church. I've worn them everywhere because they're so easy. So this is the type of shoe. If you find a round toe pump, this is the type of shoe I suggest investing in because you can wear it all the time. It's comfortable. You don't have to worry about having a pedicure with it. And you can just really enjoy wearing them, okay? And you can put them on with that everyday look. You can put them on with that evening look, the date night. Or you can put them on with even a formal look. As long as you get them in a neutral color that kind of is, um, that kind of can transcend all those outfits. Um, the pointed toe shoe is another one that's kind of hard, difficult to wear. Because it, it obviously does kind of um, constrict your fit a little bit. Because it is pointed. Our toes are naturally rounded, but they're pointed. So if you can find a good shoe, like I think uh, Preview makes really good shoes that are pointed toe. They're really comfortable. Uh, you can find them most of the time at Nordstrom's. So uh, I would just really be on the look for pointed toe shoes if you're a huge fan of them. They obviously will make your foot look a little bit longer because the point has to go out. It has to extend about an inch more from your toes. So if you're okay with if you're okay with your foot looking a little longer, then go ahead and try them out. I'm not really okay with that, so I usually don't try them out all that much. But if you're willing to do that, then go ahead. They'll look super cute with um, that date night look sometimes. If you find the perfect one, especially with a wide leg trouser jean and maybe a little button-down shirt, they would also look really cute. If you're going, um, even if you're going to maybe a job interview or you've got um, a nice day at your work to put on with a little suit or something, they look really cute. They're super trendy. Just make sure that they're comfortable that's the most important thing for shoes like the peep toe and the pointed toe because naturally they're usually not comfortable they're they're usually a little bit constricting to be honest but if you're able to find them in the perfect shoe the perfect color then go ahead and invest in them because it's important to invest in a shoe that you'll that you you'll wear with all those outfits that you love so much another type of shoe that I would like to cover is the stiletto the stiletto is a heel 
most of the time it's found on a sandal. It's usually pretty hard to wear because obviously you're going to be wobbling because you got to think, if you think of a pencil, that's usually how wide a stiletto heel is. So if you can walk on a pencil, then you can probably do fine, but most of us can't. So I would suggest finding a shoe that really is, um, that really is low. You don't want to get too high of a heel that high. So most of the time you can find them in three inch, maybe two inch. That would work fine for most people because you can balance it. Stiletto heels are loosely made for formal occasions. So uh, if you have a nice dance coming up or prom, then that'll definitely work. Try a stiletto heel, but definitely make sure that it's flat, okay? And you can dress it up. You can dress it up with a full bell gown or a full dress, or you can dress it down a little bit with a little shorter one, maybe that's strapless, maybe in a nice purple. And um, that looked really great. I really enjoy that, okay? Let's take a break. I've got some more tips for you as far as shoes. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back to Star Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is about accessorizing that everyday look. And I'm basically talking all about shoes because shoes are the necessary accessory for your life. You're going to go around, you know, we have all these different events that we want to be ready for. And so right now I'm just going through talking about different shoes and giving you my personal recommendations and suggestions. And um, basically, hopefully you'll enjoy this. And if you do, email me. My email is voiceamericakids at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'd love to hear your tips, your suggestions, whatever you are thinking. Uh, So now we're going to go back and go over some more shoes. And basically, I want to incorporate these into the outfits we've already discovered. So now we're down to that that pump. And I basically talked a lot about the pump. But I think it's important to also say that we can get a pump with a peep toe. Now, I know that's crazy. But remember, I said, we can mix those terms that we were talking about. You can find pumps with peep toes. And they're really creative. And they're really sweet. And I love them when they're in fabric. Now, I know you're thinking shoes come in leather and um, different materials, and I prefer peep toe pumps in in fabric. They look fabulous, and you can get them in a nice tweed. Uh, They look great, and they look great with suits, and you can put them even on with a little khaki dress, maybe with a belt, and they look really cute. I really adore them. So boots are another thing that are huge for um, usually fall and winter and sometimes even spring if they if they're cool enough, uh, but they're super fun to wear. I like wearing them, and they're also super um, super versatile for different outfits. You can put them on with maybe some leggings and a little short dress or something. Uh, you can put them on with pants to tuck them in. That looks super cute. And uh, they also look a little bit, a uh, little bit more casual sometimes. Like for example, like you can look like you just came back from a horseback ride if you put on the right boots because they're super cute. I like wearing them. Uh, we talked about those booties. Those are super fun. And they're super trendy for the season. So definitely, if you have a pair of booties, wear them. This is the time to be wearing them. They, I would suggest getting them in black, maybe a navy, or even like a green would look super pretty. I suggest going to Steve Madden. He makes fabulous um, booties. They're really comfortable. They come in a wide range of sizes and colors. The thing about the booty is sometimes it, it you have to make sure it's comfortable because the thing that's difficult is because your foot is almost all um, enclosed most of the time. So your foot can get a little bit hot and sticky, so you want to make sure that they're comfortable and they're, um, they're, your foot is basically getting enough ventilation because you don't want your foot to get hot or to get sticky where you, it's difficult to walk. So remember that. But booties are definitely cute for uh, maybe a date night look, um, maybe even like a church look, or maybe um, one time I went out in the evening just to movies with my friends, and I had on this super casual t-shirt and jeans, and I put on a belt, and then I put on these booties, and all of a sudden, it looked like an evening outfit. So if you're thinking, if you're busy throughout the day, you can toss on a pair of booties instead of pumps or instead of a slingback, and it'll look super evening-like and super um, super more formal a little bit. So uh, moving on to that high heel sandal. High heel sandals are definitely hot for spring, so I would definitely bring them out. They're super cute, super trendy. They come in a lot of colors. The thing about high heel sandals is um, you can wear your pedicure with them, and you could also find them with a platform. Now, remember I said a platform raises your foot completely off the ground because it's under the body of your foot instead of under the heel. So you got to watch out because those sometimes can be difficult to walk walk in. But I just recently bought a pair of um, high heel sandals and they're super cute. They come in this, um, it's like a tan color and they kind of look like a safari. Like I like that safari look. I don't know why, but it's just really fun to um, look like you're out of the jungle or something like on a safari. I don't know why I'd be wearing high heels, but I do have a pair of high heel safari sandals and they're super cute. And I, I like wearing them with maybe capris, uh, maybe even shorts that are somewhat long. You don't want to make sure it, the shorts are too short, obviously, because 
when you're wearing high heels, your legs look elongated. So I would wear like some Bermuda shorts with it, maybe a white little tank top, maybe a little blazer. It would look super cute, super trendy. So remember that with those high heel sandals because they're super, they're super easy to wear and they're super easy to dress up with your, um, with your more, um, formal looks are there is super easy to dress down with that casual look even obviously you wouldn't wear high heels every day but if with that everyday outfit every once in a while you might find a place where you want to wear high heel sandals so it's important to remember that another one of my favorite types of shoes is the kitten heel pump it's super cute like i said the kitten heel is a heel that's really low like um below two inches or so they're hard to find extremely hard to find because uh, nowadays for some reason high heels are super in style but i really like low heels because they're easier to wear they're usually more comfortable and they look good on almost everybody so if you're into um, a lower heel definitely check out nordstrom's i was just there and they have a lot a lot of um kitten heels so if you're looking for a pair definitely go there and also make sure it's comfortable these are the type of shoes you could wear every day with your everyday look if it's um you know maybe a little skirt or even jeans it's super cute and it's super easy to wear also also, like um, you can find it like in a nude um, color. The nude color looks really good in that low heel because it really kind of blends in with your foot a little bit because obviously it's close to your skin tone. And um, I think it looks really great. It just looks really elegant. I really love it. Um, the stiletto, like I was saying, it, it's pretty hard to find one that's comfortable. So if you do, I would definitely try to invest in it. But if you don't, don't worry about looking for it because they are hard to wear. They are hard to find in the perfect color. Um, if you do are looking for one, maybe for a formal event, I would look for it in a silver color because it looks so great on every skin tone. Um, it is more for a formal look. So if maybe if you got a little dance to go to, that would definitely be a look I would be going for. Now, how do you combine um, accessories like shoes with, other, with your other accessories? I'm going to tell you how to do that. You remember, you're listening to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is accessorizing that everyday look, and I love doing this. So now I'm going to help you bring in those shoes with our other accessories. Obviously, we have other accessories like purses, jewelry, headbands, um, even our makeup could be really an accessory. So you want to be able to bring in those shoes with your other accessories. Now the rule um, previous probably to about 2000, the year 2000, is match your shoes with your purse. Now I can tell you that rule is definitely broken. It's not a rule anymore. I would definitely not follow that because it can look extremely matchy-matchy. But if you're afraid to kind of step away from that, for example, if you like to wear your pink purse with your pink shoes, that's okay. But maybe try to bring in your purse with the same color family. So when you look, maybe let's say you've got, um, let's say we've got a purple, a purple pair of shoes. I don't know why. Purple pair of shoes would be really cute. Maybe you've got a purple pump and you're wearing this basic jean and a little uh, cardigan. Uh, definitely try to put on maybe like a blue purse. Now I know you're thinking, um, wow, that's really bold. It looks really cute because you gotta think your purse is somewhat small and your shoes are really small. So you, you're not overwhelming yourself. You're not doing anything bad. Try it out because they're in the same color family. So if you look around and um, maybe if you have a little color wheel, you can look at the same, the opposite color, basically on the opposite end of the color wheel is that color family, okay? So like greens and yellows go together, um, blues and purples and pinks and reds and all kinds of colors actually go together. So once you discover your favorite color, maybe you can look at that color family, discover, discover some colors that really go together and all of a sudden you don't have to match your purse with your shoes, which I think is really, I don't really think it's super trendy anymore because it's really not. It's just now that we're able to mix and match and expand our wardrobe with so many different colors, why not give it a shot? 
Okay, so, and then also if you've got, maybe um, maybe you've got some necklaces on. I always love to layer necklaces. It's super fun, especially if they're longer. For example, I've got like this long purple necklace. I really like to wear. What shoes would go with that? Now, to me, you got to think neutral. Obviously, that's a really bright color close to my face. You want to think of more of the neutral side of shoes. So I would go with maybe a dark brown shoe. Maybe something that's not not super bold, but maybe a dark brown little booty. That would look super cute, super trendy, but without overdoing it. Because remember, my rule with accessories is go two bold, three minor. So you want to remember those two bold ones aren't really contrasting. You don't want to make sure they're like, it's not going to be like lime green and then like, I don't know, like stark purple or something. You don't want to make sure they're like not contrasting. You want to make sure that they kind of combine and they really complement your look because that's the whole purpose of accessories to complement your look. Okay, let's go with another little example. Maybe you're wearing like a floral dress. I like floral dresses. Maybe put on a little brown belt with it. That's a minor accessory. Then you could put on a bright, fun little rose in your hair. Maybe it's pink. It would look super cute. Put on some simple makeup. And then all of a sudden you can go with a um, bolder shoe. Maybe you can do something like a little fabric, like I was saying, a fabric peep toe. That would look really cute. Maybe like in a, a pale pink or a, a pale rose color. That would look super cute, super easy. Um, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be trying too hard. It would look really cute. I would definitely give something like that a shot. You gotta remember, accessories are made to kind of complement your outfit, enhance your outfit. So when you start building that everyday look, you wanna think of those same three to five words. You wanna use those three to five words when picking on accessories. When you go accessory shopping, remember those three to five words because they still represent you. Another cool thing that I've been seeing is like metal headbands, you know, the like little studded headbands. Those are super cute, but they're a little bit um, on the harsh side, obviously, because they're metal and they're stud things on your head. So um, you wanna make sure you tone that down a little bit everywhere else. Maybe you can wear a bright, fun shoe, maybe like a navy blue pump. That would look super cute. And then even if you want, you could bring in like a little girliness, maybe find a little lace on the shoe. That would look really cute. And then you'd be toning down that other bold accessory and really bringing in something that's super fun. So remember, when you're looking at um, trends and everything, you don't want to overdo your own look. So like another trend I've been seeing is white. When you're looking for a white shoe, that's a really bold look. So you want to make sure, firstly, when you're wearing white, you want to make sure your outfit isn't dark. You don't want to make sure that it's not like black and white. Black and white actually look good, but really not when you're wearing white shoes and a black dress. That's just really awkward. So you want to make sure if you're wearing white shoes, maybe wear something like a little, um, like a pale blue dress. That would look super pretty, super soft. And also when you're wearing white shoes, don't go for a full-on shoe. Remember we were talking about how much our foot is covered? You want your foot to be slightly exposed. I would go for something like a slingback or a, um, a peep toe, something like that where your foot isn't like completely covered in white. You really don't want to look like, wow, it's like Martian feet or something or alien feet or even like astronaut feet. You don't want to look like that. So remember to expose your foot that way. You, you know, you can see your skin through there and put on that little pale navy blue dress and then um, maybe a little belt, a little hair accessory and all of a sudden you've got a great outfit. Like I say, remember, don't forget those three to five words because accessories are meant to complement your look, not to complicate your look, okay? That's really important, and I and I don't want to overcomplicate your life with your shoes, okay? So hopefully you learned a lot. I really enjoyed sharing shoes with you because that's an unnecessary accessory, and now you know how to kind of mix in jewelry and your hair accessories and all kinds of stuff without overdoing it, okay? Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been accessorizing that everyday look that we love so much, and we've learned how to accessorize it with shoes and then expand it to accessorizing with um, different jewelry, different hair pieces, basically kind of expand that look and really make it look 100% you, and that's really important to me. So now we're going to go into, and I'm going to teach you how to just kind of give you some tips to kind of help you shift into spring, because really it's important that we um, use those same pieces in our wardrobe that we've been using all uh, all season long and now we want to go into a different season so now I want to help you to be ready for that because I think it's super important so now we're going to start let's start with that basic look we're going to start with a look of red jeans now I know red jeans are super bold but they're really cute for this season because bold colors are definitely in so if you go out or if you have a basic bright colored jean maybe a dark blue jean maybe even a pink jean or a red jean like I'm using then I definitely start with that basic look right now how I'd suggest you wear it right now is maybe with a little button down blue shirt that's super simple most of us have little button downs even a white shirt would look great and then put it on with a nice blazer that was a great blazer is a basic it's super cool and it'll keep you definitely like a little bit warm from the little chill 
Millionaire that we still have. And then put it on with some cute sunglasses. Any color's fine. It's super fun to bring in those different accessories, like even like a little booty. Like we were just talking a lot about booties. And you can bring that in with these red jeans, that blazer, that button down, and then even tap toss on a little purse maybe it's in a camel color that would look super cute the one thing that you want to watch when um, making an outfit like this is that the red jeans are so bold they're super bold they're a bright color but they're fun to wear but you want to definitely tone down those accessories and you want to learn how to make to basically balance that bright color so that's a really smart way to do that put on a little button down and it's super great wearing denim i'm um, definitely will keep you warm right now because it's not super summer yet and you want to make sure that you're still comfortable for that little chilly mirror now let's think like a few months down the road you'll be able to wear it for spring so don't forget those red jeans keep them out you can wear them during the next season okay the thing that first thing i would do is roll them up that's a sh that's a chic way to transform your jeans to maybe a little bit more of a warmer temperature look um i like to call it the california cuff i don't know why but um i just see people a lot of people in california wearing that so i think it's really cute and it'll make your jeans super chic roll them out up maybe like about five to six inches depending on your height and depending on the jean so i think that's super cute you can put on a little maybe a little um airy type of flowy long sleeve shirt and then kind of puff that up kind of shrug that up a little bit maybe to about your mid mid arm that would look super cute it's super fun make sure it's white that way you're um, balancing those red jeans and it looks really great you can put on some earrings with it now earrings are super fun thing to do and right now i'm looking at some bright earrings some really dangly um um they're silver earrings but they're really big so you want to make sure you balance that i would suggest wearing your hair up instead of down you don't want to um really create this big big face look you don't want too much action going around your face because partly you want people looking at you not your hair and those big earrings so put your hair up out of your um out of your way and then have those earrings hanging in your face will really shine against that um that outfit then also you can toss on a hobo bag <laughs> i think it's kind of funny those names but the hobo bag is basically like this this kind of like big bag that just kind of is usually made out of fabric and it's basically like a it's basically like a little fun bag that you could just toss your stuff in and it's really it's really cute to wear i see it like in this fun little um like african print or something it's like jamaican it's really cute super fun i really like it and you can keep all kinds of stuff in there even if you're going to the beach that day uh, you know just hanging out you can keep your sunglasses and your sunscreen in there or something you can also put on a little um a bracelet now remember we have those earrings on so you don't want to really overdo it with your jewelry but if you put on a little bracelet maybe a small one that's simple like in a silver color or even in a wooden way that would look super cute super trendy it would kind of bring in that little natural feel especially if it's wooden and it would look really cute and then of course put on sandals because now that it's getting warmer you don't want to you don't have to wear that booty anymore that full-on foot you can put on your sandals get a cute pedicure and you really just want to kind of relax and you want to feel like you want to feel that it's spring you want to wear less clothing basically and that's what just what we did with this little red jean outfit so at first when winter comes you're wearing this uh, blazer and this oxford um and the jeans full then when spring comes cuff up the jeans put on a light spring white shirt and then put on sandals and all of a sudden the same jeans that same basic look is transformed to two different seasons so that's easy to do because I don't want you to have to, I don't want you to have to change your complete look. I don't want you to have to go through and um, buy new clothes for spring. I want you to be able to use those same, those same pieces and those same little parts that you have in your wardrobe right now and not have to change anything. Now, a different look is a floral dress. I adore dresses, so this is definitely more my style. 
than the red jeans, even though I love the red jeans. The floral dress would be definitely cute with a little button, I mean, not a button down, but a little, um, a little cardigan and with another jacket over it. Obviously, that's gonna keep you warm for winter because floral dress would be pretty short. So you wanna make sure you've got that cardigan on and the jacket that's gonna keep you really warm, super cute. You can make sure the cardigan's like maybe a navy and then the jacket's gonna be a brown and then put on a brown belt with that. That would look super cute. You can even um, create, keep the cardigan in the belt. So put the card, put the belt around the cardigan as well. That way your waist really looks cinched and really, you look really neat and really nice. And then also you can put on a little watch with that. It would look super cute, super trendy, but also you're keeping warm. Cause remember this is the outfit that you can wear right now. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hartgrove. And today our topic is accessorizing that everyday look. And this is really important because um, we're creating different looks that you can wear now and in a few months as it gets warmer. Uh, you want to be able to use those same pieces that you use in the fall in the spring. So I think it's important. Right now we're working off that base of the floral dress. It's super cute. Um, it's kind of based in white. It's got little paisleys and little floral prints. It's really pretty. So we started with that cardigan and the jacket and now we've got a watch on. And then what I would do is put on some boots. It looks super cute and also would keep your legs warm because the floral dress can be a little short. So you want to make sure that those boots come all the way up to about mid-calf and they're in white. Now they're in like a winter white which means it's a little bit dark a little bit more like ivory but they're super cute super trendy looks great with your outfit and you can even put on some basic earrings that would look great so now let's think ahead a few months when it gets a little bit warmer you can still wear that same floral dress you love so much but let's not put on that cardigan and that jacket because that's going to be way too hot you want to do something more like um, just sunglasses. You can leave the the, um, the floral just all by itself. You can leave your arms exposed because it's spring now. It's summer. And you want to be able to feel free and light and airy, not um, stuffed up under that cardigan. Uh, then you can put on sunglasses and a ring, something really chic, maybe a purple ring. I'm wearing one right now, and I love it. It's super easy to accessorize that look and bring in some more color. And also you can bring in a little purse. You can bring in a blue purse they have right here, maybe with some gold accents. You can bring in maybe like a purple purse, basically any purse you can imagine. Now look, they've got pink sandals and then they've got a blue purse. Now those are basically not, those aren't really in the same color family actually, but they look great together because they're so small. The sandal is, um, it's pink, it's really cute and even it has little bitty crystals on it. That would look great to show off your pedicure great to go walking out in the mall that can be a casual look and you can even dress it up maybe with putting a little um a little pump on it maybe a pump with a peep toe that would look really cute maybe in the same color pink and you put on that blue purse and you look really sharp and also these are looks that are easy to, to transform from like a winter or fall season to a spring season or summer and it's great that you can use those same pieces you use year-round okay now another thing i know it's hard for all of us to get rid of our jeans and to change our jeans because obviously full-on jeans aren't really popular during the summer because it is really warm it's getting warm outside you don't want to wear full-on jeans so basically i'm going to give you a few tips to change your jeans to spring now, i know you're thinking how on earth am i going to do that but these are just kind of things that you could think about investing in consider and consider bringing into your wardrobe to kind of add some something new 
So if you like skinny jeans, I would suggest trying a trouser jean. Now you know you're thinking that's the exact opposite. Actually, it's really not. A trouser jean really does um, kind of conform to your body, but not as much as a, a, a skinny jean would, because skinny jeans are really tight and they can be really constricting. So if you're looking for something um, a little bit more, have a little bit more breathe room, definitely go with that trouser jean. They're super cute. They look casual maybe for layering. You can layer them up maybe with a little striped t-shirt and maybe a little purse just going out about on the town that can become your next everyday look it looks super cute so if you like skinny jeans definitely try the trouser jean i know that's tough but um dkny makes really great ones they're definitely um you can get them in a nice dark to medium wash they look really cute and are really easy to find another thing is if you like jean skirts now we all like really cute mini skirts that are jean uh, i like them they're really cute then try a denim dress now a denim dress is something i've actually never tried before so i've got to go out and see if I can sport that. Um, they're really cozy and cool, though. I've seen a lot of them. And um, most of the time, they're mini dresses. So they're not, like, full on. They're not super long. But get them maybe, like, maybe about four inches to three inches above your knee. And they're super cute. And the important thing about buying a mini denim dress is that it balances itself out. Obviously, denim is a very um, it's a very thick fabric. And it's also... um really just really controlling you can take on the whole outfit so you really don't want it to be like like full length that would just look dramatic super dramatic and not very cool or not very chic so go ahead and get a mini one uh, and it's super cute maybe you can put it on like for Saturday if you're it's really comfortable uh, put it on for Saturday when you're just going out doing some shopping or whatever going to the movie and it's super cute it's also really like a bohemian look and um, the bohemian look has been really trendy for the last few years it's still trendy this year so you can put on a little headband maybe a little uh, maybe some beads with it and then maybe a flat shoe and it looks super cute super trendy. I think it's important to bring in those trends that we love so much about spring, but also make it workable for our outfit. So if you want to go ahead and invest in some new things for spring, I would definitely suggest the denim dress. I'm definitely going to look for one. They're definitely definitely really cute and they're really ladylike but really casual and comfortable that's what we're looking for and then another way you can dress up dress up that denim dress is maybe putting it on with some um, leggings and then some heels that would look really cute really chic um, maybe so if you start out at the mall with your friends you can wear the denim dress by itself then for the evening toss on some heels and maybe a little shrug with it and it would look really cute it's really easy i think it's really fun to dress up your look bring in different styles for spring so definitely give these spots these styles a try i think it's super fun and then also remember those accessories you can definitely always bring those in for spring like shoes like pink shoes like um, bright sunglasses even uh, maybe a cute purse. Now remember, you don't have to match the purse with the shoes. That's a good tip, all right? So hopefully you learned a little bit more about your those spring trends. We're going to take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. 
Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been accessorizing that everyday look. And I think that's so important for you to discover how to bring accessories, little accessories from purses to hair accessories to um, nails even to sunglasses into your outfit. That way you can really expand it. And that way you can really, your outfit can really say you in a hundred, like in a million words in one outfit, okay? So now we're going to move on to that segment I love so much, Worldwide Beauty. And today I'm going to 
kind of do something a little bit different. Um, if you've been kind of checking out these uh, these uh, radio shows, you know that um, I design my own line. It's called Alesa Antoinette, and I actually design bridal gowns and evening gowns, and it's really important for me to find inspiration. And actually, this week, I did a lot of research on the wedding gown, and I want to share that with you because you'd be surprised how much, um, how much history and how much worldwideness the wedding gown really has. So I want to share that with you, and I think it's important. So let's go ahead and get started. The wedding dress is obviously the clo clothing worn by the bride on her wedding day during the wedding ceremony and during the reception. So uh, that's basically what it is. And what I'm going to go through, and I'm going to go from the Western culture to the Eastern culture and then tackle um, Native American culture on the wedding gown. And you'd be surprised. I was shocked by how much it's changed uh, since, you know, since 1900s even. So basically... We're going to start with the Western culture. During the Middle Ages, uh, weddings were performed not only to to um, combine a one man and one woman, but also to combine households, um, even like money for people, uh, even uh, country sometimes. Obviously, royalty got married in combined country. And so it was not only important for the bride to represent herself, but also her people, her parents, um, even the money that she had. So the um, the wedding gown either was based on her, um, her wealth. If she wasn't wealthy, it'd probably be like her best Sunday dress and or one that her mother made her. If she was super wealthy, like royalty, it'd probably be made out of silk, velvets, furs, um, sometimes even leathers. I don't know how about wearing a leather wedding dress or a leather wedding or dress period, but that'd be pretty awkward. But they did that because obviously um, the higher quality and the rare the rareness of the fabric represented her wealth. So that was really important for them. And actually, at that time, most wedding dresses were actually purple because purple really represents royalty and um, richness. It obviously was a rare color to find. Most wedding dresses um, during the Middle Ages were purple. And sometimes they were also blues or reds. But most of the time, they were purple, which is really odd because now, obviously, we see a lot of white. And that wasn't the norm back then. And uh, moving on to the 1920s, people typically were a little dress like a simple little dress now during this time um they just got over world war one so they were trying to conserve on fabric so they were really short loosely um more like uh, at that time obviously flapper style was really in the shorter dresses the bob haircuts and the lawn chair and the pearls that was really in for wedding dresses as well but some only some of them are white actually it says about 30 percent of them were white so some of them were tan a pale pink uh, just odd colors that were usually like neutralized because they were paler, but they certainly weren't white. The majority of them weren't white. Um, over the centuries, they began to uh, they began to really change because of people setting examples. For example, um, the white gown really came into play when Queen Victoria married Prince Albert and she wore a white gown. Now you're wondering like, why on earth did she wear a white gown? Well, because she actually went to conserve on fabric and she had some leftover white lace and she thought a white base would be better for that white lace and she just tossed it on and she started sewing this gown. And of course she had people sew it for her, but that's the only reason she wore white. It wasn't because she was trying to set this new trend that would last um, obviously centuries now. Um, but now it's, it's basically a big deal. And that's the reason why um, in the 1920s, a lot of people started to wear white and a lot of people started to to wear, um, follow that trend because obviously technology was coming more around and they noticed that this lady wore white and it looked great, she looked extravagant. And I'm looking at a picture of her gown right now. It is huge. 
Her gown was really big, a big ball gown. It was um, really big, and there was a lot of lace going on. So that's basically where we got wet, which is kind of surprising because now it's this super big trend. So uh, also in the 1940s, people started to moving on to T-length gowns. Now, if you're a designer or even super into fashion like me, then you know what it means, T-length. If not, it's about mid-calf. That means it's about five to seven inches from your ankle. So it's, um, it's right below the knee. Actually, it's a little bit more below the knee, but it's kind of this, um, kind of this between knee length and ankle length, and uh, it's really super fun. It's, it was a super fun trend in the 40s and the 50s. They made their skirts super big and their um, and their bodices super tight, and which is really interesting because their waist looked really small. But then um, after that, it was a really big skirt. But they were super fun. They actually didn't do a much lace. They did a lot of um, just a lot of plain fabrics like taffeta, just something plain that laid nicely and the majority of them were white that's when 60 percent of them of those wedding gowns were white during the 50s and during the 60s so um 40s 50s and 60s majority of the gowns were white which is really interesting i think but uh, but they also went for a lot of ivories and a lot of nude colors so they weren't really trying to go for the super white trend they were trying to just stay between those neutral lines and really um white started becoming a trend because they thought it repre represented uh purity uh, basically cleanliness for their husbands and everything which i think is really interesting because actually before that the color blue represented purity and cleanliness for their husbands but they kind of changed that and kind of created this different look. Obviously, during the 80s, uh, that's when um, Princess Di Diana got married, and she was wearing this huge white wedding gown as well, and this super long white white trail, white 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 veil. I'm so sorry. And uh, it looked it looked magnificent, and a lot of people started going with that. If you see any pictures from anyone who got married in the 80s, they, their um, wedding dress was obviously probably white, really big, um, really big, um, really big shoulders, really large veil. Um, the bride, the bridesmaids were probably wearing the same color, probably like a peach tone color because that was the trend. And obviously, as you can see, a lot of trends for wedding gowns were followed by royalty. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. Today, our topic is accessorizing that everyday look. And we've kind of a little bit drawn away from that topic now that we're on worldwide beauty. And we're talking about the wedding gown history. And I think this is super important especially for me since I design wedding gowns and hopefully you're enjoying learning about it because it's so funny that um, not all wedding gowns were white and nowadays in this western world if you're living um, where I am then you know that most wedding gowns are white so now right now we're in about that 80 the 80s and um, where people started wearing these really big these super big wedding gowns in, um, in America and in the Western culture. And so that kind of was a super big trend. And now you think in the 2000s, wedding dresses are normally white, okay? So that's, that's a trend that's lasted centuries. And that's also a trend that's changed a little bit because now you see a lot of strapless gowns, which weren't popular um, about 40 years ago. You see a lot of um, gowns that are more form-fitting. Usually the ball gown was the trend for wedding gowns. Now you see mermaid-style gowns that are close-fitting. You see um, empire waist gowns that are close-fitting through the waist and then flow out a little bit. You see a lot of different trends. So it's funny how in America the wedding dress has changed an entire bit, but white is lasting. White is a definite trend. Let's move on to those Eastern cultures, which are really interesting to me. Um, you think, let's start with um, Vietnamese dresses. Now, in Vietnamese and in China and in Vietnam and in India, I'm sorry about that, in Vietnam, China, and India, the wedding dresses are usually red. And that's because, that's because it's a color of good luck. And it means, um, obviously, like, you're going to be 
fortunate in your life and in your marriage. And I think this is so interesting because um, in the Western world, we think white, and in the um, Eastern world, they think red. They think this red color, maybe mixed in with a lot of gold, is really is really good luck, and they like that. And they think it's going to help you throughout your life and throughout your marriage. So it's really interesting. Nowadays, they do a lot of colors similar to red. They do golds, they do pinks, and they do um, usually like um, maroons and oranges things like that that are still kind of tied to that good luck symbol that they're kind of taking it away just as had that color. That way brides can be more original in their choices and a little bit different. Um, uh, people in India usually wear the sari, the sari that's wrapped around their body, usually draped over in red and usually like a dark, like um, like a red stain red. It's really pretty, like a wine stain red. It's really pretty. It's super gorgeous. And usually they're really heavily embroidered. Now I've been lucky enough, I know a lot of friends from India, and I've been lucky enough to hold one of those, um, those wedding saris. And they're super heavy, actually. They're really heavy. Usually they have to have their bridesmaids helping them just to care, go down the aisle because it's so heavy on their body because they embroidered sometimes in pure gold um, little ornament. So it's really extravagant. They really, um, they really up it in the, um, in the fabric industry, and they really just wrap it around their body. It looks basic. So technically, that's really not a gown. They wear a little skirt underneath, but they wrap this whole sari around their bodies, and it, it's their wedding. It's their wedding attire. So um, in, in, in Japanese, they actually wear three or more dresses during their wedding day, which I think is really interesting because it'd be fun to change dresses. But they sometimes wear up to seven dresses in their ceremony. And through um, the reception, that's really fun because they say, um, they'll wear their grandmother's dresses and then their mother's dresses and then their own choice of dresses throughout the ceremony, kind of representing they're really into um, family ties and keeping family close. So that's how they represent that. They honor their mother and their grandmother and all the people in their family that they're really close to throughout their wedding ceremony, which I think is really nice and really sweet. And on um, the Philippines, they wear variations of this attire. They don't really have maybe a specific attire. They like to wear um, really long tunics sometimes. That, that's just basically like a garment that hangs away from the body in white or in a burgundy um, and sometimes a tan. So they don't really have like a specific style, but they kind of have this um, kind of this idea. And I'm sure they take away from the other cultures we're talking about. Now, the Native American culture is super different as well. They have a lot of traditions and a lot of different traditions. One tradition actually um, makes their the, the groom sew the woman's wedding dress, which I think is super interesting. I'd love to see that. But they made the, um, the groom and his, um, and his attendants uh, do all the sewing. They made the dress. They made the belt. They made the accessories. They made um, the leggings, the moccasins, a string for um, tying their hair up. They even made um, a mat to wrap the outfit in because it was so special. And they would sit around and make this. And sometimes the groom's father would come out and help. And everyone, all the males in that community would be really supporting this guy and making this outfit. I wonder how it would turn out sometimes. Because you got to wonder if the guy's a good seamstress or not. But um, they would try to do this. And this would be an honor for his wife saying that I really want to take the time to comfort you. I really love you. And I really do care about you. A lot of them wear colors symbolic of their tribe. Maybe they wear white or blue or yellow sometimes, or even black sometimes in their wedding. And that's the way that they do it. Everyone does it something different. I think it's really fun to learn about different cultures and the way that they really see out the wedding dress and the wedding culture and even the meaning of marriage in different areas. I hope you enjoyed that. I really did. I find inspiration and things like that. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Star Revolution on Voice America Kids. 
hair. Now you look absolutely perfect when you go out. Please join us again for another show. It's Style Revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. Have an awesome week. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today.